everyone. Thank you for tuning once again in another episode of the Global Markets Huddle. Hey, Rav, hey, Clive, how are you guys? Hi. Good morning, Hi. good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Depende kung anong oras sila nakikinig sa atin. <laughs> There you go. Eh, dahil ang Global Markets Huddle ay on demand, meaning kahit kahating gabi na at madaling araw, pwedeng-pwede kasama mo kami. And the energy never goes down, di ba, guys? <laughs> yeah, okay. but anyway, so would like to thank you all guys for always joining us on a weekly basis and hopefully you all are doing well, ha? Medyo, we're not yet out of the woods. Medyo maraming nakakasakit recently, so just be safe and strong yourselves. Now let's jump right into it, Raph. Talk to us, ang daming kwento about recession in the US, recession fears and all. Can you give it a little bit more context so we can appreciate the the details on this particular news? Yeah, so in the US, no, so we continue to see that concern, no, yung possibility of a uh, recession. Uh, although recently the US economy has been uh, showing uh, some signs of uh, strength, uh, given the data that uh, we've uh, been seeing, like for example, uh, unemployment rate right now it's at uh, record low at uh, 3.5 percent. Then in July, the economy, the US economy, created a lot of jobs, no, beyond what uh, the market expected. Then at the same time, you inflation, uh, parang it's starting to uh, slow down. Then although it's mm-hmm. too early to say na talagang it's on its way down, so it uh, slowed down, no, uh, last month uh, mostly uh, because of uh, the decline in oil prices. But uh, despite that, uh, there are uh, still concerns no, regarding the possibility of a recession in the major economies. Uh, because of uh, elevated inflation, uh, it's uh, hurting the consumers no, and it's also affecting uh, business investment. And uh, related to this, yung sa recession, uh, the yield curve of the U.S. right now, it's uh, inverted. So uh, it means no, na mas mataas yung short-term yields compared to the long-term yields, uh, specifically the two-year yield versus the 10-year yield. So yung uh, yield curve kasi it's a uh, uh, indicator no, that uh, the market uh, monitors for uh, any signs of uh, recession kasi mm-hmm. it's a good indicator of recession. Kasi every time the yield curve uh, inverts, Uh, a recession a recession in the US usually happens and okay. uh, maybe we can explain no yung uh, reasoning uh, behind that mm-hmm. when kasi uh, yung bond market uh, it works no uh, in terms of uh, expectations so yung expectations it's a big uh, driving factor no for uh, the bond market so mm-hmm. pag may recession expectations kasi what the market does is uh, it buys uh, safe haven assets like uh, U.S. treasuries, the safest uh, form of uh, asset in the world. And because of that, uh, increased, uh, increased uh, demand for uh, treasuries, uh, it pulls down no, yung yields, specifically the long-term yield. Uh, because uh, the price increases and then the yield it, uh, goes down. So uh, investors right now, they are uh, buying uh, safe haven assets. And also, they're expecting the Federal Reserve to cut rates then. Eh. So it's a way then of, uh, the, it's a way for the market no, to price that in, to show that they're expecting 
uh, yields interest rates in the US to go down because the Fed it might uh, cut interest rates in the near future no because of mm-hmm. the recession. So more or less yun yung nangyayari ngayon sa US. All right. Now, Raf, alam mo, maraming salamat ah, for giving us that context. And let me, uh, b- before we dissect it, I need help from our uh, in-house professor, Sir Clive, <laughs> to, to really break it down. So there are several points that Raf mentioned, uh, Clive, like the inverted yield curve, the longer tenor is being uh, bought by the market. Can you walk us through on a T to Jess level where everyone can understand and not intimidated with it, di ba, Clive? Can you give us more context? Ano ba ang yield curve to begin with? I know we've spoken about this before, but for the sake of everyone in the call, it can be something that we can refresh them. Go ahead, Sir Clive. Yeah, sure. No problem. You know, the yield curve, kasi, what this basically is, is it's a graph wherein you're plotting the interest rates of a particular type of security, an issuer, across different points in time. So usually, this you can create a yield curve for uh, an issuer of bonds na nag issue na iba't-ibang tenor. So usually, mga governments ito, mga risk-free assets. So the U.S. Treasury, they issue 91-day T-bill, 182, 364-day T-bill, and then they issue bonds na 2 years up to 30 years. So mm-hmm. because of all of these tenors, you can plot this in a graph. And then normally, a yield curve will be upward sloping. Kasi pag shorter yung tenor, mas mababa yung interest rate. Pag mahaba yung tenor, mas mataas yung interest rate. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you have an upward sloping yield curve is there's this thing, this theory called the liquidity preference theory. Now, if you're an investor, you will normally want to buy shorter tenor instruments because it's more liquid and it's safer. Compared to a longer uh, tenor investment, you'll have to be compensated with a higher yield because there's a anything can happen from, for example, one mm. time today until 30 years from today. So you have to be compensated for that risk and that the risk that a longer tenor security is not necessarily very liquid. Kaya upward sloping normally ang yield curve. Now, maganda yung nangyayari ngayon sa US because sina-challenge na yung normal na yield curve. So what's happening in the U.S. now is the Federal Reserve, as, as Raf said, has been hiking quite aggressively, especially over the past few months. And ang alam natin kasi, the short part of the yield curve, the, the front part, this is extremely sensitive to changes in the policy rate. Mm-hmm. So since aggressive na ang hiking ni Fed, because it's been trying to, you know, to, to address uh, yung inflation concerns, sobrang umaakit yung short end rates. And that's the reason, that's the start of the, yun yung pinakasimula ng, ano eh, ng, ng curve inversion. Kapag yung short end of the curve, umaakit ng sobra-sobra. Now, mm. the reason why the short end of the curve, parang medyo, ano siya, medyo sensitive siya to policy rates. Kasi, as, as Raph said, parang ang yield curve, ang kagandahan yan, it, yan eh, the, the market can reflect their expectations about future rates through the yield curve. So kung ikaw, in-expect mo, nag, uh, nag-hike na nga si Fed, tas expectation pa is mag-hike pa siya, you're already, uunahan mo na siya eh. So expect mo na na aakit yung short end of the curve. So yeah, that's the main reason ko ba. Parang, this is one theory kasi in, 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 in finance. It's called uh, the pure expectations theory. Now, I, I don't, I don't want to bog you down with so much theories, pero ang bagad na siyang aralin kasi parang sinasabi lang kasi niya na yung mga rates ng government securities, you can think of that as like a um, a uh, short-term interest rates na mm-hmm. you roll in succession. Like for example, ito ah, uh, if you, ikulkularin ngayon, you buy a 91-day T-bill at 2%. After 91 days, so sabi, 3 months, after 3 months, mm-hmm. uh, you expect the 3-month rate 3 months from now 
to be 3%. And after that three months, you expect the three-month rate uh, to become 4%. And then mm-hmm. after three months, you expect the uh, three-month rate to become 5%. So, you know, in succession, itong mga three months, three months mo, umaakit yung interest rate. So, that future short-term rates, paakyat. Given na paakyat siya, so, di ba, I said, for apat yun, di ba? Apat na three months in succession. 2%, mm-hmm. 2%, 4%, 5%. So, if if you add up all of these tenors, uh, these three months in succession na apat, one year na yun. So essentially, mm-hmm. given that you expect short-term interest rates to be going up, you you can and you know, uh, logically expect na a one-year interest rate should be the average of those four three-month interest rates in succession. Mm-hmm. So parang ganyan. So kung inextend mo yung analysis, tinuloy mo lang siya. After one year, the three-month rate will become six percent, and then after three months, it becomes seven percent. Mm-hmm. After three months, it becomes eight percent. Because umabot siya ng two years. Kung inaverage mo yung two-year rate. Yung, two, yung three months na yan, over two years, mas mataas yung average nun. So parang mm-hmm. it's, it's because of that expectation na future short-term rates are going up. You can logically expect na paakyat yung rates dapat sa yield curve. So so that's exactly what's happening sa short end of the curve. Now, siguro, siguro one last point lang is, bakit naman nag invert yung long end? Bakit yeah. mababa ang rates sa long end? Okay, kasi because sobrang aggressive na ni Fed, uh, mag-hike ng interest rates, there's a concern na sobrang taas ng, ano, ng policy rates na it will become anti-growth. And it will, ano, it will address the inflation concerns, indeed, kasi nga aggressive yung hikes. Pero it might come to a point na sobrang bilis ng pag-akyat niya ng rates na magiging anti-growth na and inflation will, 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 ano, will, will be, uh, inflation will come down to the point na magkaka-recession sa U.S. And that's that's the biggest concern. And usually, the long end of the curve, naman, ito extremely sensitive, naman to inflation expectations. So, kung nagaan, mm-hmm. um, kung kung nakakita na na market, the inflation is coming down. Magaan na siya. Uh, ipaprice na yan through the long end of the curve. Kaya nag-invert. So, that's normally what happens, as Raf said, na kapag may expectations na magkakarecession, nag-invert talaga yung yield curve. All right. Now, Prof. Clive, thank you for giving us that. And to our listeners, wag ma-intimidate, sabi nga ni Sir Clive. And these are the mm-hmm. things that we're helping you out. So tama ba to, Clive? Let me just pick up some salient points. Now, ang yield curve, sabi mo nga, this is just merely a plot from, from the short end of it, like one month up to the longest, like 25, 30 years and so forth. So just have to plot it there. Tama din, di ba, Prof. Clive, that there are generally, there are two types of yield curve. There's a normal yield curve which is mababa sa una, papataas. Yep. So para kung about it, it's curving up, di ba? So if yep. I got, if I know my uh, my left and the right, it goes <laughs> right, di ba? Para goes right, pataas. Ayan, so if you put it on your mind. Now, ang inverted naman, eh, as the name connotes, pabaligtad. Meaning mataas, nagumpisa, pababa naman siya on the long yep. end. Now, yep. maybe, Clive, this is what everyone's asking. Kasi sige, fine, clear. On the short end, it does go up because, sabi mo nga, if the um, if the BSP or the the Fed rises interest rates, sila yung nagre-react agad. They follow suit, so pataas nga naman tayo at, at the first place. Pero I know you've mentioned it earlier, but let's clarify it a little bit more. Why would clients invest in the long end? Kung papataas nga yung short, di ba? We tell them, Oy, guys, if papataas yung rates, keep your investment short. So when you reinvest, it's higher. Why in the US, everyone wanted, you know what? I'll go for the long end, which causes, as you mentioned, if I got that right, the inverted yield curve scenario. Can you explain that a little bit more to us, Clive? 
Sure. I, I get a lot of these same questions also from people. Bakit nga ganon? Why would you go for the long end of the curve? Well, it, it all boils down to yung pinag-uusapan natin just earlier na because nag-hike na na sobra-sobra si Fed, alam natin na eventually babagsak ang inflation. So mm-hmm. ngayon, if you are an investor, normally, if you wanted to beat inflation, ano yung normally napipiliin mo na asset class? You'd normally choose equities, hindi ba? Uh, mm-hmm. Kasi ano eh, uh, you have to be compensated with a higher yield for you to beat inflation. E currently, mataas na ang inflation, di ba? So you mm-hmm. go for equities. You would not normally go for bonds kasi ano eh, mahina ang bonds in terms of capital appreciation to beat inflation. But you can do that if you go up the curve the long end of the curve. Mm-hmm. If ever you want to beat inflation, you can try to go do that by buying long-end bonds. Ito nga, nakikita mo nga si Fed, sobrang aggressive. Eventually, yeah. mag, uh, ano, magta-taper na inflation kasi sobrang aggressive nga siya mag-hike. So given that expectation, alam mong bababa ang, ano, ang, ang, uh, ang inflation, you can potentially earn from buying the long-end bonds now kasi alam mo, babagsak rin eventually yung rate. Dahil mm-hmm. na babagsak ang inflation. And you know na inflation expectations, very sensitive yan dun sa long end of the curve. Kaya ganyan na nangyayari sa US because everybody's starting to see na eventually babagsak ang inflation sa US because of the aggressive hikes. Pwede mo nang positionan yung bonds mo in the long end of the curve in expectation na babagsak pa eventually ang yield niya. Wow! Clive, thank you very much. Uh, and Raf, like if you think about it, there's a lot more thinking that happens to, to the market and lalo na in relation to our investment. <clears throat> so I guess to wrap up our discussion, um, tama yung sinasabi ni Clive to our dear listeners, you have to assess. It goes back to your personal objective, really. If your investment really is for a short-term requirement, then by all means, keep it short. Don't, don't put it long. But as what Clive was mentioning naman, if you have something that you can afford to keep it a little bit longer, like five years, seven years, or even longer at 10 years, then this is the time that you can play a little bit more. So the yield curve um, is not something that you can ignore and say, well, graph lang naman yan, plot lang naman yan. It actually is similar to your medical lab results, di ba, Clive? Parang, yeah. how is uh, your sugar? Yeah, mga tita level, di ba? Sugar, <laughs> cholesterol, are they off the charts? It may tell you what's the normal range and so forth. That is the yield curve in terms of the market as well. Hey, guys, I'm really learning a lot. Hopefully, you are too as well. So thank you very much, Raf and Clive, for this great discussion. And for Unibankers, if you want to know more, if you want to tell, you know, ask a little bit more, feel free to reach out to us. Leave a question in the comment section of our uh, post quiz. Then we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for those who are giving suggestions. We really love those. Keep them coming. That's something that we can work on and make us stronger and more excited every episode. For now, we'll let you off. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and healthy. We'll see you in our next episode. Bye-bye, guys.